okay, I realize what I'm doing. I'm avoiding the thing that I need to do, which is to go through the paper trail. I'm so afraid because the touch thing. Because when you have violence be done to the body, it does not leave the body. So really, I just need to get through the paperwork and realize it's going to be fine. It's the combination of touch and then knowing what to do and organize it. If I find something, do I stick it to the wall? How do I make sure I remember where it goes? Do I use binders? Do I use folders? What's out of sight, out of mind? So I know all the things that are troublesome. I don't want to relive it because boom, boom, boom. Triggers connect through sensory and frustration. And that's why my students struggled so much. If I had known any of this, I would have done things differently. All right, I'm going to give myself some time to really chuckle at myself because I really thought this was the end. I was so proud when I made these two, thinking the next two podcasts are these. And the reality is, is no, this is just the same. And I can hear myself, but every day is like a new day. I start out every day excited that today is the day I'm going to end trauma. (laughs) What? Yeah, it was that. It's that sad. Anyway, I'm feeling much better about the whole scenario now, though. And we will listen to it into its entirety. It's not that long. And why I just want to hear myself. I'm listening to myself and my theory was create safe spaces where I can hear myself in. I did that. So when I'm ready to dampen the noise, then I will know there'll be safe spaces too. When I'm ready to read, I'll only use spaces that I am ready to read in. Again, to retain and have my own thinking. Really, my own thinking is triggering me. My own life experience, the stuff I am interested in, the stuff I know about myself is the stuff that's going to trigger me. So that's pretty miserable to think about. And why, as long as you say it, it's out of your body. This has happened over and over again. All anyone needs to do is simply reply, respond. A response is the safest thing. If you avoid the response, just know the intensity is going to increase. I know this because of emails I've sent to people who have said, oh, I never got it. Then I had to go hunt them down. That's their word. Sorry to have to hunt me down for three months. Hunt you down. This has nothing to do with anything. You know what happened to me. Uh, assaulted and PTSD. You know I have chronic pain. You know me before the injury and you know me afterwards. What's the difference? Is there a difference to you? I don't know, but your opinion actually matters. It could be my survival. No, it's just information and a reminder of who I am and why I'm so grateful because you don't have to know all the other stuff that happened, correct? Anyway, I'll be using other people's emails when they finally respond because that is what happened. This person finally responded and absolutely let me know just how sinister it is, how low they could go. And you need to know that so that you accept that this, this is what people are capable of. If you're able to see their perspective, you can actually start to rebuild and restructure because you will not be in acute trauma, which is the constant sense. In this podcast, noise, you will hear trauma, a bunch of stuff. There's going to be an intro, which I think is my pre-writing. There's going to be all the podcasting part of the past, which is going to be the voice comparison, contrast, compare, which is world two, harmony and disharmony. I'll explain that later because this is all the stuff that bubbled up. That was why art is so important because you need art to be able to get that outlet. And then lastly, the outro, which I tried to do in under two minutes, but it ended up being a problem. But it's okay because I'm also going to do note taking for the first time. So listen to my voice and write for the very first time. All right, the date today is, today is Monday, February 12th, and 
And for the first time, I'm going to try to listen to my voice and write because sensory has really screwed all that up. But yesterday, I was able to return a text message, no, a Facebook question to somebody for the first time. That wasn't the first time I returned a Facebook response, but I had been jarred by the fact that, again, people do this non-response thing because technology is instant if you get the message. So what's up with the delay? You obviously see there's urgency. Maybe it's just because if I see something like that and I catch it, I immediately say something. If I notice the date was a while ago, I apologize. Oh, I just got this. What's going on? That's the first thing I say. So what I mean is I was in a conversation back and forth and able to go back to Facebook Instant Messenger and talk to them. Uh, I gave them some great places to visit in Chicago. They were visiting. They wanted to catch up. I had not seen this person in ages, but the previous messages revealed that I had not been able to, to, to respond for at least two, seven years if I'm doing the math right. And this is why the really good writers can hear themselves. Editing and writing, I could hear my voice as I typed, and I could type really fast. I remember doing these papers really fast. I had time to work, go to school, and have a social life, usually finding live events in Chicago, like music, theater, art, drama, whatever. Um, two and seven, I get confused, five and eight. So fifth, third bank, yes, fifth, third bank. You were the bank. I would walk by and would trigger. I had to find a new way to get to places in Chicago and then find new triggers. That's why when I couldn't walk directly north to my workplace, 2.1 miles away, for how many years have I done that? Well, since I moved out of Lincoln Park, I was five minutes away from my home. But someone asked me, why'd you move if you were so close and you walked to work? How ideal is that? I couldn't stay there. I had a stalker. They knew my schedule with my students. They use my love of cats anyway it doesn't matter um fifth third bank fifth third bank fifth third bank that's how i dampened it to begin to realize i gotta get rid of this otherwise i will never be able to recover this person's gonna scare me for the rest of my life and then the denial of the the violation of the kids and there's uh, oh fuck this does stop pts stop td yes thank you to somebody for the first time, which was really nice because I noticed they didn't text right away, but I saw that they saw it. I thought, oh, what is this about? And it started to change a little bit because I kept saying, thinking, well, what's the point of even texting people? There's no conversation. It's ob- obviously technology's instant, right? But they responded and I gave them the information they needed and I closed that conversation and everything is gone. I am confident I can assess and say I'm through technology and I'm through numbers. I'm through days of the week because I'm doing a countdown to my sister's birthday. And most importantly, I don't have suicide. That's the ultimate self-harm. I know I wrote in an earlier podcast description that I would not use the word ultimate. I've stricken it from my vernacular, but the reality is, is no, I haven't. I just say that because tomorrow is a new day. The next day is a new day. Ultimate is ringing in my ears because I'm not going to lose any words. That word, ultimate trust, definition I decided long ago, and I would absolutely never, like I said, consent, boundaries, boundaries, consent. And when do those boundaries get moved? Anyway... There's a, a really disturbing world out there, and uh, it's important that we recognize it. I didn't get to see it until I got married. They never should have moved in with me, quite frankly, if they didn't want to marry me. Moved in in February. Nope, engaged in February. Injured in April 4th, 4-5. Moved in in, yeah, 
because they brought their cat and I got to see the sabotage and that was the first trigger back to the students of Elcott because the parents were lying. The student was absolutely honest and I knew. But I watch out for these people. When you have a warning, a little information that you can tuck away and not really use for anything until you have to make a decision. Not going to trust those parents. That's the ultimate self-harm. And that's why I'm doing this project. It exists. And I live through it. And others do too. And once you see that, you don't walk away. All right, thank you. Goodbye. Awesome. Nailed it under two minutes. All right, this is the pre-writing part. So I'm getting ready for the next one. So I've got one and a... I'm holding one. Four parts. That's a lot. And then we'll get ready for the next one. So all I want to say is reflection that... Shoot, I forgot. Oh yeah, when you have a deadline, like I have to pay attention in seven minutes and you don't have a technology to help you like an alarm system or something, um, the best thing to do is literally just start checking every couple seconds or minutes and realize that this is inefficient. This doesn't work. So learn the technology. So I'm not going to put a timer on to do the countdown myself. I'm going to actually try and figure out what seven minutes feels like while I'm doing other things because that's the whole point. Nothing feels normal. Time doesn't exist. So I'm going to try and create that because I'm looking at the time and because I have numbers down, yay, it makes it a lot easier. So I could talk for six minutes, which I don't want to do because that's what I used to do in order not to miss certain things. And then I could look at the time and just kind of watch it. I would sing and that would be the automatic countdown to get out of my house, which I don't do anymore which is really nice um, and also was the place I actually learned reading because I would use songs that I actually already knew. I would use songs that I knew that I knew really well and I would still struggle with it, which was a good indicator, huh, something's different. So the whole point of this project is to know yourself, know something's a little off and then try to figure out if you can get back there with forgiveness and self-love knowing that, oh, a bunch of shit happened that created this, okay? Okay. I have not been stuck in a situation. Oh, and that was the thing I wanted to say. Um, you do this because you don't want people to see how much you struggle because the reality is is they will absolutely take advantage. And that's why a lot of this project is re-exposing yourself, like prolonged exposure therapy to individuals that will not. It's always to the tag team, whether it's the board of directors and the property management group, whether it's two people literally going back and forth that explain it to you over time, or somebody doing it and then a whole community allowing it to happen. The two is important because this was night, day, homeschool, back and forth, and then obviously the first round of assaults was just chronic pain, nerve radiculopathy without the PTSD. I was able to deal with it and manage people around me that weren't dealing with my injury while I needed to. And the back and forth, which is the endocrine system, because as you know, the good stuff hurts too. And that is the tricky part. Because how do you know? How do you truly know? And that's why I think it's best to just focus on what the project is. And I'm going to be way smarter at understanding faster what their intentions really are. Because I talk to people about special ed and advocacy, mental health. God, for months and even years. Like their own. And I wondered, why aren't they checking in? Is everything okay? And then individuals who use mental health to sort of distract from other things. And I'm like... Well, I'm an advocate. How are you doing with that? 
They had no idea what I was talking about, but I'm reliving it. So that's how I learned. Oh my God, people are way worse than I ever thought. Like I said, why would you ever jeopardize your name? The people that gave me my name, I, I can't forget. So the words are, you never know what you're going to get with adoption, which is fine on its own. But what do you mean by that? And unfortunately, and that's why... The- Wow. Trigger is a woman adoption who, well, family. a real person. It <laughs> would go back through the steps and say, yeah, this is really all along the way. It's all Okay, couldn't get it. Finally, you figured it out, brain. I thought, what is going on? These are things you definitely need to discover on your own. Who in your life is really fucking it up? Fucking up your flow. Who in your life is. Who in your life is inhibiting your flow? Just meaning your ability to be yourself. I haven't been there in a long time and I miss it. So hopefully I'll get back to it. All right, this is the pre writing because, again, the mentality of the survivor victim patient is never to show any weakness, even though it does pop up because of my voice. I can't help it. But the first people, groups, populations that heard it were the healthcare. So I was trying to keep this private, but they have forced me to actually take a wider sample from the population around me and say, do you think this is that different? Is it that uncomfortable? And the reality is, is no. Maybe people don't respond well to it. All I'm saying is, uh, yeah, I'm deciding not to allow you to be a negative voice. And it's negative when there's contradictions. And I don't know the whole story to some things, But that's the point. You have to make the assessment. Do you have that conversation and trigger more? Or do you, you know, say, I think I got the data that I need to make that good decision or wise mind. All right. I can't believe I talked about the adoption thing, but that really is what it comes down to. All right. And that's it. If those people ever want to talk to me about it, I don't think there's an opportunity to describe it because you're connected to other trauma, drama, drama, and triggers and... Like I said, I decided to figure out every single one so that I would have these tools and knowledge to help others. And that's the only thing that ends suicide. Just make sure you're helping the people that really, I don't say deserve it, everyone deserves help. The people that will, the people that will absolutely use what they know, which is kids with special needs, you're an advocate, you help homeless, you're generous, they'll pretend to just waste your time. They act like they're trying to date you. So the first person I actually allowed to share a meal with in Greek town, I only said, well, I only go to familiar places. I have to tell you I have a traumatic brain injury, I have PTSD. I can't sit for a long time unless I am passionate about something. So tell me about the troubles with your kid. I spoke to this person for like three hours about special ed. The first time I met this person was at an event, a biking event. I was standing. So I'm just saying, if you want to sit down and talk about it, you're going to have to know some things about me. So we met up in Creektown familiar places and another way to get out of my house and up being a banker i'm like oh god this is a bad idea but they wanted to know about the iep they wanted to hear about the project they wanted to help and i said listen i don't really need the help tell me about this issue with the iep it took me like four five six months for me to realize after our last conversation on the student like where, where's this iep meeting it's been how many months now that's when you really start to lose time i mean it's messed up and then the people that are looking for volunteers to help out well that's with uh i went with charities for the first time realizing well if i do a bad job because i'm not good at this trained at this i'm a teacher but i can 
care about your cause because I care about it. How does it fit into my life in terms of does it help my students? Yes, self-awareness, body awareness, movement, exercise, self-esteem. All these things can be figured out into education. You can make everything a conversation about education. Again, it took me a while. And the moment where I said, don't give G-Man money because he's going to take it. I found out about him. I remember the experience doing the naming of the street event wasn't great. Because I told you, what you're teaching me is invaluable. No, I don't want to join the board. I don't even know what that means. It's not a volunteer position. You have to pay to be on the board. Well, I'm not interested in anything because I just am doing one thing at a time. Get out of my house. And do the love. Seriously, be around people, not kids. Not kids with special needs, the most honest people in the world. People, because I learned long ago. Most people are not the people you want to be around. No thanks, I kind of just do my own thing. And I'm dealing with this injury. You knew about the trauma. I was able to tell you one time. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Great, all right. Is this something you'd like to do? So if it's too hard for me, I'm not gonna continue. You realize that, right? And what I'm earning, learning from you is words and numbers, dates, times, reading. When I volunteered with Joe Hall Dance Center and I had to write. No, when I volunteered with Eugene Lipoff and Global Foundation and PTSD, I learned I couldn't write. And when I told Joe Hall, hey, this experience wasn't what I expected because I just wanted to learn something. I wasn't even included on anything. That was, I just basically went out and found sponsors, which I'm not even sure what I'm doing exactly. They both looked at me like, huh? I said, yeah. And then he ghosted me. And I'm like, okay. And then years later, I find out what this ghosting thing is, what that feeling was. My friends are telling me they're on dates and it's horrible out there. I'm like, yeah, sounds terrible. Anyway, we'll get to that one later. What is she going to do with her injury? What is she going to do about the baby? What is she going to do about the benefits? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I still have a job. I'm working on my recovery. Oh my gosh. So I'm listening to this. I'm adding to it and then I'm listening to it again because my voice is off a little bit. That's the reflection, I suppose. Easy now. So the ding, ding, ding. Remember this? I can remember, oh yeah, my same voice. Well, this helps. That's why he was saying, I don't want to take care of a disabled wife. I'm like, I'm taking care of myself. What are you talking about? I'm doing most of the stuff around here. I'm telling you, I'm like 20% now. You're going to have to deal with all that crap on your own. I don't want to take care of a disabled wife. I'm such an idiot. All right, anyway, let's keep moving on. But this is why you do this, so that you evoke your thinking. And you do mindlessness, mindfulness. I don't know what the words are. It's all marketed BS, anywho. Just focus on you and the things that matter. Okay, like I said, these audio triggers on replay, once you figure them out, they do truly go away. I'm working on my recovery. And I'm making the school Kalala care about safety. Rola, reciprocate that same energy and care that you're trying to demonstrate. Because there's a lot of soul zappers, energy crushers out there, spirit annihilators. And wow, shock, shock. Yeah, every time I was in shock, I can watch myself. That's when I disassociated. That's why I um, And that's the end of that. So let's put out kids. No more kids in education. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's put Just it like out. those psychiatrists that said, anything we say is going to trigger you. I'm like, well, there you go then. You don't have to be professional at all or care about the patient or try to figure it out for them. <coughs> just you trigger me because I said, you guys are the trigger because you just said, I watch you. I just watched you diagnose me. I'm like, what does mania mean? What does mania mean? I'm going to change the world. No, you misheard me. I said, I'm going to change the law. Just Google IDA and this can clear it all up. And they just refused to, like the other doctors who refused to read. Wow. So... I guess what this comes down to is the sneeze, because I would sneeze and say, I need uh, something for the allergies. I have two cats in the house, small house, one bedroom. 
It's condo. And my allergies, I sneeze and I'm in pain. He didn't want to. He didn't want to have anything chunky in the house. Too busy. His environmental issues. Space and his mental health because he has to have things nice and neat. He's so clean and yet I pick up something off his shelf and it's like grimy underneath. That's like, no, that's not clean. That's gross. He would put used saute pans and muffin tins back in food on them. He said he'd wash them before he'd use them. Like, that's gross. You're gross. Level of clean is not there. So the sneezing, I'm glad I caught the sneezing because it doesn't hurt as much. When I first sneezed, I got back to that memory. It kind of hurt, but now it doesn't hurt at all. Sneezing is just another sneeze. I have a little cold right now. And there you go. Everything, I guess, is a trigger. But now, not everything we do will be a trigger because you're so traumatized. That's a really nice attitude of the doctors, really. I don't think I should accept that, and neither should you. All right, I did talk for six minutes, so it is 9.30, so I am going to pay attention to my phone now. The first thing I did to get out of my house was using advocacy because you have to be at the hospital within 20 minutes or it's really bad. They lose their funding, which is not true. But that's okay. That's a really good answer to make sure people are, if you're on call, that means you've got to be ready to go. So it's preparation and planning. All right, I should check my phone. Goodbye. All right, goodbye is the cue that says, and this and it's over. Because that's another thing with survivor victim mentality is you don't know when it's over. It just kept going on and on. And that's why it's so messed up. All right. I do want to elevate survivor victims and patients. If you want to have that conversation, reach out. Because advocacy and truly ending trauma is a dialogue, not a monologue. But not a dialogue with everyone. I'm going to relive those conversations one time to prove a point. And none of the messages stay away from me. You don't get what PTSD is, it will never end for you. Okay, so I'm gonna try and end it as briefly as I can, but that means no more interaction. Sorry, when it's over, it's over. Okay, it's not being unforgiving, it's just saying they need to start acknowledging what they said and did. And if they can't, then it's okay to let them go. Oh, and the last thing is when he also said, I don't wanna take care of a disabled wife wailing like crying pretend crying or maybe really seriously crying who knows at this point but there was that point where it was clearly upsetting to him real tears flashback to those fake tear times the point is and i did say i'm not disabled do not call me disabled and that's what i thought he was doing to saying disabled because i did not want that word in my life because i'm not i'm a disability teacher i taught kids with disability that sentence means something different than what he was saying and now i get it See, I'm just too focused on one thing, not focused on the right thing. And that's the problem. That's why you keep doing the process. Keep talking, keep hearing yourself, keep figuring out your triggers. And Northwestern Monroe was right. You just keep describing the triggers. Tigers. Keep da da da. Go grrr. Don't say the word anymore. We're removing it from our vocabulary. It's overused anyway. ¿Por qué? Why? Porque mis amigos, la mayoría de la gente que vive en Yucatán, muchas de estas personas solamente hablan idioma maya. Because many of the people that are living in Yucatán State, they only speak the Maya language. ¿vale? Tenemos más de un millón de personas que hablan la lengua maya. We got more over one million people speaking in the Maya language. Muchos de esos viven en comunidades muy alejadas. Many of them are living in so far away communities. The communities that will be deeper into the jungle. And they don't have, and they don't have a, a really good access to the education. Y ellos no tienen un muy buen acceso a la educación. Entonces, mis amigos, queremos ayudarlos de esta manera. We want to support. And they don't have a, a really good access to the education. Y ellos no tienen un muy buen acceso a la educación.